Well, I'm definitely older, Austin. Um, wiser, we, that's, that's way, we, we'll wait to see. We'll wait to see. I'll let people make their own judgments on that. But in terms of um, knowledge of the players and knowing what they're like and their personalities and, and uh, knowing their strengths and their weaknesses, um, yeah, I think we're definitely further along the line. I think myself, Barry, and, and Michael, Michael Solon would, would, would definitely say we have, um, we have a greater knowledge of uh, what we think we need. Um, and just hopefully then that translates into results on the pitches but like we've had a great summer in terms of myself and like Mike I, I suppose was was flirting with the Mayo job there for a while and James moved on to Longford but myself and Barry had a great summer um, Joe going around meeting people around all, all the various clubs around Leitrim and seeing players playing and uh, getting excited by the club championship so that was lovely to see and it was it was great and then you can bring these guys in in then to a squad and then try to work with them so it's lovely to see that and uh, see guys developing in front of you. Looking in from the outside, Andy, nobody can say you haven't immersed yourself in this job beyond the team training, the matches and the county team commitments. We've seen you get so involved with off-the-field GA activities in the county, whether it is the 50 miles in January challenge and lots more besides. Does that sort of thing come naturally to you? Yeah, I, I Thanks for saying that. Uh, I, I, I suppose when you're when you're stuck in the middle of it, you, you might notice it. My wife might notice it uh, more than I do. But it's um, yeah, I, I think that's the only way it can it can work. If if I'm going to ask players to go above and beyond what what they've normally done or where they went before, I, I think the the management team have to do the same. And and I would say if if that's me re- reflection uh, that. People think we've really immersed ourselves. That's great, but I, I look at the effort uh, Barry McGuinney puts into the whole Leitrim thing um, in terms of football, underage football, um, you know, club structures, uh, getting players playing, like going meeting people. It, it, it's amazing. So if I was going to come down, or Luke was going to come down from Sligo, or Mike coming down from Balladrine as well, and we weren't going to do the same. Um, I think that would be an insult to Barry and all the, the brilliant people in Leitrim. So I think that's just the, just the way it goes. I see you know, Declan Bohan there. I see Enda Stenson, Martin McCartan, Brian Blake. And the, the effort these guys put in behind the scenes in a county board level is amazing. So I don't think you'd have a, you'd have a choice in the matter. But it probably is, is our way as well that we, we like to get involved. And Leitrim being such a, a football-hungry county... Um, very proud county when when you travel to New York and London and you 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 see the guys around the around the place that are trying to willing to support and help. Um, I don't think you've, you, 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 it'd be an insult to these guys if you didn't immerse yourself in it. So um, I'm, I'm I'm very grateful of you saying that, but uh, I think that's the only way it can be done. How much change have you made to the Leitrim panel and style of play over the winter? Oh, big question. Uh, see, a lot of, like, the, the way it was explained to me when I, when I took the job, Austin, first was it, just in smaller counties, three might go one year, but then three might be returning from Australia the next year, you know, so you'd be losing three, gaining three. But we, we probably had the benefit of three full years of two of lockdown and then the third year coming up with guys qualifying from college, getting their degrees, going on J1s or going for the year to Australia. So we've had it, we, we've had quite a bit turnover, quite a bit of turnover. Um, but some of the guys that we've got in, 
are of the, uh, the, the the highest order. Like you're looking at Young McKernan from Ballinamore, Michael McKernan, Raddick from uh, um, Alan Gales, and young Barry McNulty from from Manor Hamilton. Three really exciting young under twenties in in the squad with us. Tom Quinn coming in from from uh, from Dublin uh, from Castleknock has has been a huge help to the setup. Aidan Flynn returning from Leitrim Village. It's just been it, it's been it's been amazing the 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 guys that have left, but who we've who, who've replaced them and who's coming through. It just shows the work that's been done and underage football in Leitrim that we can still produce quality players even though some play, people are leaving uh, leaving to go on their travels. Do you set specific goals with your players? Do you sit them down and say, right lads, we want to win all our home games, get promotion, etc., etc. I think when you're in Division Four, I think all the A teams in Division Four, and this is not. Uh, been patronising to anyone. It's uh, I think all eight teams in, eight, in Division Four would set their goal out of we are going to try our best to get promoted this year. I think every single one. If you were talking to Tony McIntyre, as I'm sure you have, like Tony would be blatant enough on that. He, he, they showed their worth. Sligo showed their worth when they went up and played Cavan and Crow Park. Well able to compete at at a higher level. And all the other counties, the Londons, the Wexfords, the Carlos, the Leishans and the Wicklows, the Waterfords, all the teams have would would say that if the, the goal isn't promotion, Joe, why, why, else, are you, why else are you playing? And uh, that's key. And I think last year was, was a different sort of league um, where you had two counties in Division 4 that realistically shouldn't have been in Division 4, uh, both Cavan and Tipperary. And they kind of showed their quality. After we bet Tipperary, people so, tend to forget that Tip went on to win five games on the bounce in Division 4, which is... Like Austin, you've been following this for a long time with Sligo and Leitrim. That's a very, very hard task to do. And uh, both Cavan and Tip did that, and there were the two teams promoted. Both of them won Munster and Ulster titles in 2020. So they probably shouldn't have been in that situation. Where this year, it's probably a more um, like Wicklow and Leash are really, really strong teams. Don't get me wrong, but it's probably a more even Division Four this year. So I think every team in it will be looking to to get promoted in Division in in 2023. And that's why. Division four is so difficult to get out of. Oh, that's a great. It, it like, I suppose coming down with a, a slight bit of ignorance toward towards the whole thing last year. Coming down from Mayo, it, it really, really is a, a good competition. Do you know, like we went away with great days down in Waterford. Tip, uh, John London had a great day on us over over in Ireland. John Cavan. Joe, like the travels and the, the joy and you could see the Leitrim crowd getting bigger and bigger as we moved along. Like the, I said, the yellow hats from the 50 mile challenge just got stronger and stronger as we as we kept going along. And we, when we had them three victories um, over Waterford, Carlow and Wexford in the in the middle of the league, you could sen- sense the, the excitement building throughout the county, which which was great for the team. And they, they got a different sense of, of what playing for Leitrim is like. And uh, hopefully we can kind of build on that. But it's a great competition. Division four is is really tight, really unique, and um, Joe, like I suppose the local teams, Sligo and ourselves, will be will be looking to really push on in in this season. Did the FBD game against Galway teach you anything meaningful? Oh, absolutely. I think uh, 
Um, obviously, we, it was quite clear we were trying Nevin O'Donnell in goals as an outfield player, which has been tried in in a lot of other counties. Um, Darren, Darren uh, is there. Darren Maxwell, who was our number one last year, is there. So people seen that. Um, you could see the, I suppose, the development of uh, Reardon O'Rourke at number seven, Aidan Flynn at wing forward. Paul Keeney gets two great points from uh, uh, from midfield, and he's kept his 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 form going from the club championship and he went in the last two games for UL and scored four points in uh, four points in either game for UL they lost last night on penalties but he got four points he got four points the week previous um, so he's kept that form going from club right through now to his Sigerson and uh, in that FPD game and then you had the emergence of, of, of young Barry McNulty who came on at half time and played really really well against Galway and in the second half we competed really well I think it was a draw game or a goal we won by a point in the second half, which, which was really encouraging for us. And you start with Waterford in Carrick on Shannon next Sunday. Then you go to London. I know some commentators tend to make a lot of the importance of a good start, but it does seem to apply particularly to Division 4. I was uh, caught in a few, I'm not sure you'd call them relegation battles, but they were last day either wins or Kevin McLaughlin getting an equalising point up in Donegal uh, to keep us up in Division 1. So that's the great thing about the league. If you get a good start, you can be very, very comfortable and competitive and go and try to win it. But if you get a bad start, then all of a sudden you're struggling to gain points from anywhere. So um, I've seen that throughout my years playing. Um, Yeah, we're looking for performance, Austin, if I'm being honest. Just going in, performing really well uh, early on in the league. And... um, Joe, it, it, getting rid of that inconsistency that is kind of... Joe, last year, Austin, it was different. We were looking for a victory. We hadn't won a game in two years. Um, and we, we, we got the victory against Tip. Then we kind of struggled against London the week after. But then our next goal then was to try to get back-to-back victories because we hadn't done that in over two and a half years. So when we got that done in, in that little run between Waterford, Carroll and Wexford, it was really exciting and really going. So it's just that consistency of what we're trying to look for is going to be the key thing for, for Leitrim and all the, all the teams in Division 4. So if we can get that going and we can get it going early, as you were saying earlier, make Pork, Pork Sean a bit of a fortress where people don't like coming and playing. I think that's going to be a huge benefit. But listen, the league, the winter, throws up crazy stuff. It throws up crazy weather um, and mad stuff happens. And so we just need to keep control of what we can do. And if that's performance and playing to our best, John, that'll be exciting for Leitrim people. And a final thought, Andy away from the actual football when you see the way the county both at home and overseas is getting in behind something like the 50 miles in January challenge what does that do for you and for your players yeah I got a very unique experience in February where uh, we went out to America to to launch the the jersey in in Clark's Bar in McLean Avenue and uh, we actually went to Tibbert's uh, Park and we completed the uh, end of the 50 mile challenge in, in Tibbetts there and uh, with the Leitrim diaspora in New York and it was just one of the most amazing things I've ever seen in terms of yellow hats, us all going around talking about Leitrim football but I, I think people sometimes lose sight what the GA is about Austin um, of course everyone likes to win, everyone likes to compete but the GA is about community and what, what, what the GA gives people in, in New York City and Leitrim people in New York and London and Chicago is, is a sense of identity and a sense of community and people from their own parish can meet up 
uh, and get involved in an activity that can help Leitrim GA and bring kind of business and uh, and uh, creation expertise to Leitrim. So I, I just think it's the most amazing uh, thing. Unbelievable work done by Mike Feeney, uh, Adrian O'Flynn, uh, Eamon Dynan and all these guys that have really pushed it. And to have the ladies involved this year I think is really unique as well. And it's just, it's a unique thing to Leitrim, but it's a, I think it's an amazing activity to get people moving in January I think was a great idea uh, but the community and the sense of uh, I, I suppose the sense of place of when getting it done is just uh, is just uh, amazing so um, yeah really really happy to be involved in it um, love seeing the hats love seeing the beanies um, I remember down in tip last year looking across in the stand and thinking Joe just for a second just losing myself thinking Look at all the yellow beanies over there, and the, the, you could just identify the Leitrim people straight away, which would give us great energy on the sideline and the boys great energy on the pitch. So it's a lovely way to start off the new year. Uh, great challenge. Kudos to every one of the organisers and all the people taking part in it. And uh, listen, it's it, it's just an exciting uh, thing to put Leitrim on the map. I think straight away in the new year.